Hello, everybody, and welcome to Smith Cyclopedia. Uh, we have a much happier episode today than uh, than our last episode. Uh, I will admit um, that is not just because we uh, hopefully have processed a little bit more of the passing of Andy Rourke, but because we have a very wonderful guest on today, Lucy. Lucy, who the heck are you? <laughs> Hello. Oh, it's so lovely to be here. Thank you very much. Um, I am Lucy, and you can tell that I'm not from America. I think, am I your first international guest? You are. Fantastic. So I grew up in Scotland from Aberdeen, and I live in London now. Um, and I am one of the admins for the Instagram page, I Wear the Smiths. So for anyone that doesn't know, that is a lovely community of people sharing their pictures of them wearing their Smiths t-shirts, Morrissey t-shirts. Um, and we just share the pictures and write a little bit about them, include their, their best Smiths stories. And it's a really wonderful community. Yeah. When I, uh, when I made the, the Instagram profile for Smith Cyclopedia, you were like one of the first pages that I followed. Oh, nice. Yeah, That's amazing. I, That's good that we're popping up. My my mum is really doing most of the admin now. And she's just done such a good job. It's grown so much in the space of a couple of months. It's it's amazing. Yeah. So tell me, like, kind of the origins of that page. Yeah, sure. So it started in 2013 by a lovely man named Rod Pard Pardy who some people might know. I feel like a lot of people in the Smiths fan scene uh, know, know, know of him. Um, but he started the page, so that's 10 years ago. I need to check what day it actually was created and celebrate that. Yeah. Um, yeah, mental note of that. Um, so he started it up and he's based in Las Vegas. So very far from me. Um, and I noticed in 2016 that the page hadn't it had been vacant for a while there hadn't been any posts um, and I wondered why because as a teenager I had appeared on this page my mum had appeared on it I had some friends um, and I thought oh that's such a shame I, I hope he's okay I wonder wonder what's gone on so it was during the lockdown during Covid and I thought ah I'm gonna I'm gonna message this guy and, and see what's going on so I did message him and sort of offered to take the page over and I think he was delighted um he said that he just sort of burnt out with it which I completely can understand why because it's, <laughs> it's quite it's quite a lot of upkeep um so then I did it for quite a few years over over the lockdowns um and then life did get a bit busier so I brought my lovely mum into the picture mm-hmm. um I can't remember if I offered her or if she sort of suggested it um but she's been really great and and she sort of has a more normal nine-to-five lifestyle so she kind of can check it a bit more often um but she loves it and, and yeah the page has grown a lot since she's been involved um we hit 3,000 followers woo woohoo <laughs> So yeah, that that's it really. And I think if if our listeners, I'm hope, hoping they'll all go and visit the page after this. Yes, um, yes. But I think you you can just see that everyone's so passionate about it, and the fans that the fans don't have a have a race or a gender or an age even. We've got children on there. 
um, it's just people in cool t-shirts that have great taste of music. So yeah, very cool community. <laughs> to use uh, to use some of Morrissey's like uh, I, don't, I don't even know what to call them flatterisms. You know, <laughs> a- after he finishes a song, oh, you all have such incredibly good taste. You're all very kind. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Uh. But no, I, I I genuinely love like seeing posts from you guys. Seeing like, uh, we have like this person from this part of the world. Like, I I feel like you've pretty much crossed every continent except mm. for Antarctica. Maybe if we can get a <laughs> penguin in a in a hat full of hollow shirt, then oh, you know, wow. yeah, that that has to be done. Yeah, yeah I think I, you're right. I think you're right, and and we we sort of do plugs for people so if someone mm-hmm. is a, a dj for for smith's nights um or we advertise people's tattoos sometimes which that yes. goes down well the the smith's tattoo you need a, a whole episode on that i think <laughs> yeah no we uh i think uh one of our guests a couple episodes ago austin he has this uh he has this tattoo and he was showing me it afterwards and was like, oh, you absolutely need to have an episode on Smith's tattoos, even if it's just like a short one. Um, Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm debating getting one, but I just, I feel like I, I love so many lyrics and so many Smith's things. I just, I, I'm, I'm struggling to pick the perfect, the perfect thing to put in my body forever, but mm-hmm. maybe I shouldn't be so careful and just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That's that's kind of I I don't have any tattoos right now, but I know that once I get one, it just would open the floodgates for like, all right, well, I might as well cover cover my body with the entire discography. Mm, that's yeah, and that's what they say happens. You get one and then you're covered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Um All right, so back to back to I wear the Smiths. Mm-hmm. So you said that you got your mother on board with it as well. Yes, I did. So how do you guys run the page? Like, obviously you have all of these photos uh, that are from fans, but mm. do you reach out to them? Do they reach out to you? What's what's kind of the process there? We, we do a bit of both. I think we're lucky now that loads of people are coming to us, so we don't have to do too much of that admin stuff. But um, initially, yes, it's reaching out to other fan pages. Um, The big ones on Facebook, for example, that have Mm -hmm. 10,000 people in them plus um, doing little plugs there. Um, And yeah, the odd private page where you can just tell that people will appreciate if we we get in touch. Because people do love it. It's it's their sort of spotlight, isn't it? It's their their second of fame. Yeah. Um, Which is really cool to give people that space that, that might not have that space anywhere else mm-hmm. um so yeah yeah the the admin i have sort of stepped away from so thank you mom if you're listening for taking that over um but yeah it's 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 been fairly easy because people have been so giving and and want to feature so yeah it's great really really cool very fun very fun and so you said <laughs> that like life has been getting a little bit busier for you since you know the lockdown the lockdowns are generally done like yes. i still hear of a few here and there but they're few <laughs> really? and far between yeah they're definitely done in this side of the world i think um, so what do you keep yourself busy with the, uh 
sorry, I, I totally cut you off there. My bad. No, that's okay. So we, um, I'm a performer. So I, I moved to London to study uh, musical theatre and dance. Um, and I went to, have you ever seen the film Fame? Yes. I only ask because you're a Smiths fan and I just feel like <laughs> it's maybe not your type of film. But um, I, I, I watch a lot of movies. I don't know. It would have been a bit weird if you hadn't seen Fame, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was kind of like that. So I, I moved to London to go to a school like that, which was amazing and a bit scary. Um, and then, so I've been out for, I think, is that five five years now? Um, and I've done various creative things. Um, Theatre is where my heart is. I love musicals. Um, I get lots of random work doing very strange things voiceover work has become a new fun part of my life um yeah so just performing is my my jam (laughs) very fun uh what's your favorite performance that you've done uh i was do you know the musical chicago yes yes i i was in that in um a beautiful country slovenia um, no way hold, yeah all right hold on my mom lived in slovenia for a few oh, years wow. yeah it, beautiful i have pictures of slovenia all over my walls really yes wow. it's so beautiful yes. it's absolutely oh gorgeous yeah um, have you ever been i haven't um it's, it's gorgeous if you can go you you must there, there's a place called lake bled yes have you probably uh, got a picture of oh yeah <laughs> yeah it's incredible Oh, it's absolutely the most beautiful place I've ever been. Um, I have never felt calm and zenness like it. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. So um, awesome. yeah, oh, I man. did. I did the show. I did the show there, uh, which I loved. Um, and I was lip shits. If you if you know the show. <laughs> Again, this is this is another. Not sure you'll you'll know much musical stuff. <laughs> I'm not sure the Smiths and musicals go together, but here we are. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think you'd be surprised. Mm. Like, you know, Morrissey's got the flair for the dramatic and true. I imagine he. Uh, I imagine there's actually a lot of musicals that he probably would have hated, but I imagine there there's there's plenty he would have he would have really admired as well. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. Right. It's funny. I actually I had a, I had a teacher at that that school. Um, who loved the Smiths and she used to come into every she taught acting and she would come in every time in some sort of Morrissey merch Um, (laughs) and I just I used to think she was the coolest thing ever well I still do hopefully she'll listen to this actually Um, (laughs) but yeah I just remember thinking oh great someone else it does go hand in hand you can you can like theater and also like the Smiths of course you can yeah I I don't know I think the most confusing like Smiths mashup i guess for me is people that are like just huge huge fans of the smiths but then the only other thing they listen to is like death metal like (laughs) i've always found that so confusing like granted i think the smiths are one of the best bands to have existed but where is where is that intersection you know Mm, that's very true i don't know if somebody wants to write in and tell me tell me how that works then i would accept it full stop please (laughs) um but speaking about like getting into the smiths so how did you and your mom discover the smiths 
So I discovered the Smiths when I think most people say this. I was about 14 mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I was just finding this indie character in myself. I wanted to wear denim jackets and cut my hair and wear Doc Martens. Um, so I think it actually did sort of stem from fashion. And then I was on things like Tumblr back in the day um, and found pictures of, of that kind of vibe and then mm-hmm. often it was linked to the smiths people would be listening to the smiths or it'd be smith's lyrics and i thought oh the smiths i've I, i've heard of i've heard of them like but my mom plays them all the time my parents love the smiths so i sort of found them on my own accord but also i have had that sort of subliminal messaging from the house i grew up in um so yeah my mom obviously encouraged that a lot um, and then there's sort of a second part to the story because my dad, who passed away just 10 days after I was born, so I, I never really met him. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, c- cancer. Cancer. Awful. Cancer. <sighs> um, he was a massive fan, and it's funny we're going to talk about doppelgangers because he looked like Morrissey, dressed like Morrissey. <laughs> my, my grandma says he, he did an amazing impression. Um, <laughs> so... That's sort of a special thing for me as well. Um, I feel like the music connects me to him a little bit um, without sounding too sappy. Uh, Songs like There Is A Light, I mean, you can't not sort of connect to that, can you? Yeah. Um, So it's been a a really special journey, really, of sort of getting to understand what he liked and why he liked this band so much. And um, yeah, it's a shame because I wish we could be having chats about it and oh well what's your favorite song oh no I don't like that song but <laughs> you know it's it's still it's it's a special special thing yeah no that that's really special I mm. I haven't heard anybody uh anybody with that kind of story before any yeah. anybody with that kind of connection yeah I think I get very defensive when people don't like the Smiths and I think that's that's probably why um <laughs> so I'm sure that's sure that's fair enough <laughs> Yeah, no, I, yeah, that, sorry, I I was Mm. going to lose my train of thought, actually, is what I'm doing right now. Yeah, Um, that's, this story often has that effect on people. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so, uh, what is, what is your favorite Smith song? Oh, gosh, we all hate this question, don't we? Yeah, I know, I'm sorry. I don't know why we hate it so much though but um, my constant favourite is Still Ill I just have always loved that song and the lyrics I'm definitely a lyrics person Mm -hmm. Um, I was talking to my friend yesterday and he said he's not interested in lyrics he's very interested in the the music and that's what he hears first but I definitely am less about what's going on behind and it's the lyrics that make me love a song Um, so Still Ill I when I first started listening to the Smiths, it was Strange Ways. Um, so I feel like a lot of those songs are still in my heart. Death of a Disco Dancer is one of my favourites. And I feel like it's that's... a great one. Co- I don't know if that's an unusual choice. I feel like I've never heard anyone else say that's one of their favourites. Um, yeah, I think those would be my top two. Um, I Won't Share You is a beautiful song. Um, I also love Oscillate Wildly which is just such a great little piece of music. I love it. also bizarre to say that 
as someone who just said that they're more of a lyrics person. Yes, that's true. You're right. You caught me. <laughs> red-handed. Red-handed. Oh, um, and red lips. Yeah, you're there right. There we go. I know. Yes. Red lip Lucy. Red lip Lucy. Follow me on Instagram, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. All right. Uh, why don't we get into a lot of what we're going to be talking about today? If you mm-hmm. haven't caught on, uh, which is surprising because... You know, you clicked on the episode with the episode title and everything, <laughs> but we're going to be talking about uh, Smith's merchandise, T-shirts, and kind of this idea of like doppelgangerism uh, with Smiths and the Smiths community. Um. So yeah, I, I mean, let's uh, let's get right into it. Ooh. dive into this topic is because you know first album chronologically for where we're at in the podcast first album is out and uh we really start to see like the explosion of the smiths and i think this is around the time when we start to see a lot of like merchandise uh pop up for the smiths whether it is by them or whether it's by like people just coming with their own homemade shirts and whatever (laughs) um i think the most infamous is probably the uh the like shirt that just has the block letters like the smiths Mm. and then either like the red uh red gladioli or like the yellow daffodils and whatever yeah i agree that's definitely a famous one i see them a lot at markets in london (laughs) um and I believe uh, there's a few different places like you can still find a lot of uh, a lot of these designs. Um, but I want to uh, I guess first off, actually, I want to give a big shout out to uh, to one of our previous guests, Alyssa Robertson, who really helped me like compile a bunch of resources together on uh, on this topic. It's somewhat hard to actually find like a good history for uh for all of this going on i bet yeah i I, str- I struggled i had a little look and i really um yeah i couldn't find there wasn't sort of one page with mm-hmm. the sort of history of it all so i'm sort of just looking at what's available now but um although having said that i do have a lot of my my dad's old t-shirts so we can definitely talk about that as well <laughs> oh that actually is fantastic mm. all right All right, so uh, in uh, my and Alyssa's uh, research, uh, we found this one uh, this one website called deadposh.com or dead-posh.com. Oh, yeah. Um, and it has a lot of different shirts from just, like, everywhere. But if you search the Smiths, it pulls up with, like, a great catalog of just about, like, every Smith shirt that's ever been and with uh, a lot of the original Smith shirts, it will tell you like the year that they came out as well. So like you can still find that old like uh, daffodil and gladioli design if uh, if you wanted to. Uh, so like here we go. That design that I was just talking about, 
the Smiths 1984 UK tour, and you can get that for 18 pounds. Nice. Not bad. <laughs> I think I don't actually know how a British pound works. I've I've definitely ordered off there before. I've 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 used Dead Posh. They're a great page. Really, really amazing. Um, and they always have good good offers on. So I'm I'm sure they do international shipping. I think this one that I've got is is from Dead Posh, um, which I think I've never seen it before. It's the I don't know why I'm showing you because this is about listening, <laughs> not. Anyway, um, no, 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 describe it. I will, describe yes, it. I will describe it. It is the What She Said t shirt, and it's um, Anna Karina smoking, and she looks great with a little black bob. Um, I love it. It's such a badass t shirt. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. So that's from uh, Dead Posh, I think. So they've got some really unusual ones. Yeah, they do. Um, but then also they have other things like, you know, mugs that people made or like uh i really want to get like one of their beach towels because they'll just have a gigantic beach towel of like the old like this charming man promo or whatever um wow i can't, yeah, I I can't believe they're selling beach towels it's it's really interesting here let me flip you around so you can, <laughs> so you can see this like look at this oh my goodness <laughs> Wow, that's full out. It's, it's, yeah, that's, I don't know if that's just a bit too far, but it's great. Why it not? is. Um, <laughs> both of those things. It is both great and just a bit too far. <laughs> um, but I think this, uh, I bring this up because in researching this, it is a little bit hard to find like, a true history of uh of smith's merchandise mm. like you get a lot of like things that you can see in different pictures and whatever but there's not like a collated history mm. um however uh and i i wish like i had more time to to try to reach out to him but uh there was and i guess there still technically is a Smiths fan uh, named Sean Samuelson uh, from California, and he just took it upon himself to like get every single like piece of Smiths merchandise he possibly could wow. from like when it came out. Um, and so he had uh, he had an interview with ID Magazine uh, where he essentially just described like. Uh, his journey in finding all of these different things and like how uh, how to tell if a Smith shirt is authentic and in 2020 I want to say he actually held like a sort of open house art gallery of <laughs> sorts in Japan of just all of these uh, all of the merchandise that he had collected over the years wow. and I think from then like He's kind of uh he's kind of died down on the project but he talked about like creating a book and I'm I'm so upset that like he hasn't been able to uh to actually publish it. Um gosh, that would be amazing. What so right? th th he was going to publish a book of of pictures of everything that he had. Yeah, wow. book of pictures probably probably of stories. I don't know. He he seems like uh he seems like somebody that really really wanted to uh 
to like anthologize mm. uh, the whole scene. Yeah, it, it's a massive part of the the fan following, isn't it? The merch. Um, is, I would yeah. I would say more than other bands. Would you agree, or is that just because I don't like any other bands as much to get their <laughs> t-shirts and wear their t-shirts all the time? Um, no, I, I I definitely I definitely agree. Mm. Like, um, I guess you know, like there are bands that probably do have much more like merchandise and much more like famous t-shirts like you know nirvana and like the like uh squiggly smile t-shirt or like uh the rolling stones like uh lips and tongue and whatever but i don't feel like any of those bands really had like those as a part of their identity as much as the smiths did Mm. agreed i agree and there are just so many to choose from because the album artwork is so impressive and random and odd. <laughs> I just, I, I, I love all the um, the old Six Days actresses. I just, I think all that stuff is really, really cool. Um, yeah. And it does reflect the music, really, because there's so many Six Days influences um, mm-hmm. for the Smiths. So I just, I think that's a really cool little correlation. Yeah. Mm. And, and I think if I could go back to... Uh to like the daffodils t-shirt uh because i just love that love that design i think it 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 just perfectly uh like the the album cover t-shirts and then like the sort of flowers t-shirts they just encapsulate what the band is so well just the smiths Mm. and then either an icon uh or the flowers you know we just want you to know like we are exactly who we say we are. We adore these people. And, well, we bring flowers everywhere because, mm. <laughs> you know, especially at this time, our uh, our ringleader brings brings flowers everywhere. So we must as well. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, sorry, go ahead. No, no, that's good. I have nothing to add to that. I think it's very cool that it's just pretty simple. Um, and you're right, it reflects the band for sure. Not because they're simple. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in that same vein, uh, I found this story on NPR. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. Alyssa found this story on NPR, <laughs> and I think it's uh, I think it's really good. So this uh, so NPR host Kevin Cole was uh was inviting a uh, a band called the Scotland Yard Gospel Choir to uh to come have a studio session and um it was just interesting like he felt like he was really connecting with them and he realized it was kind of cuz the lead singer was wearing a Morrissey shirt <laughs> uh and he says uh he says this I often find that some of the music that makes you feel the best, lyrically at least, is some of the most depressing. Mm. A band like the Smiths can make you feel good even when they're dealing with dark emotions. You can relate to them, take comfort in them, and recognize in them a cathartic experience. They can, e- they can even make you laugh. Seeing as how Einhorn, the lead singer, openly acknowledged Morrissey's influence, I had to ask if, from an artes- 
artistic perspective, tapping into that deep emotional well might bring up any pain or be hard to pull off night after night. His response? No, not at all. That's the only way I know how to write songs. Just what I've just what I would have expected from Morrissey himself. Mm, nice. That's brilliant. Uh, right? Mm. I I don't know. I've I've always loved this idea of like uh wearing a Smith shirt or like a Morrissey shirt immediately like should identify you with like certain like traits of like you know uh number one i guess wanting to be seen because you know Mm -hmm. i I guess that just happens but like also the certain sort of like uh kindness or ability to express emotions or even to just like have a good chat with i guess yeah yeah um you're absolutely right i i think that's so it's so true and there's something about when smith's fans meet and it doesn't matter what you do for a living or what your background is, what your upbringing was like. You do just you just bond instantly, do you, don't you? It's really quite it's yeah. quite crazy actually. Um, yeah, it's it's powerful. It's really really cool. So maybe that's why the merch is so important because we are quite a sort of. It's almost. I don't want to compare it to a religious group, but it's a bit like that, isn't it? Um, no, for real. Yeah, like a cult, but hopefully a healthy cult that welcomes anyone that wants to, <laughs> that likes the music. But um, yeah, I think maybe that is why the mer- the merch and wearing t-shirts is important to everybody. Yeah. Mm. Um, if I could share like a personal experience with uh, with t-shirts and whatever, um, when I was like. I want to say 17 years old. Maybe I was, no, I was 17. Um, Johnny Marr was playing uh, this tour across California and I was, uh, I was living in Arizona at the time. So, you know, I convinced my mom that we needed to go on this road trip together to, to go see Johnny Marr in Pomona, California. And we go there, we make like kind of a weekend trip out of it. And I'm in my Smith shirt, you know, I, I think it was actually this same one as well. This, uh, <laughs> there is a light that never goes out, uh, French promo shirt. Classic. The little boy um, with the lollipop. That's actually, this is my yes. mom's favorite top as well. It's a cool oh, really? one. Yeah. She has the, the ah. red and blue version. Ah, um, yes. Yeah. That's, uh, that's one that my dad had when, <laughs> uh, when he was my age. And unfortunately, uh, it didn't hold up to the moths in our closet. No. I know, right? Moths. Um, but, <laughs> but, uh, so we're driving around the city and, um, I'm in, I'm in the car and whatever, and we pass somebody and I tell my mom, like, hit the brake, stop right now. And she's, she does. And she looks at me confused. Why? But she looks over and I'm just gone. I've opened up the door and I've turned and like gone outside of the car and I just shout, Hey, (laughs) and the guy turns around and he's wearing a Smith shirt and I'm wearing one too. And I literally jump up in the air, like (laughs) holding my shirt up, like flapping it, uh, like this to just go like, yes, we, us. Wow. I'm telling you now that would, that just would not happen in London. (laughs) <laughs> but I've definitely had similar experiences where you sort of, 
the same thing happens, but we just we we don't up, jump up and down, and we probably don't speak. It's more just a glance and a, a small smile. Um, but still, that's that's human connection, isn't it? So it's all it's all good. But I, I envy I, I your so. uh, jumping up and down. That sounds fun. I mean, I was also a very, very naive 17-year-old who <laughs> felt like nobody except, like, a select handful of people listened to the, to the same mm. stuff that I did, which really isn't true. Like, I just didn't have a lot of experience getting out. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but then, like, uh, as well, um, one of my favorite... I, I wouldn't even call it historical document, uh, but one of my favorite things, uh, like archival footage, is, and I think you can find this on YouTube, like, there's this prelude to the uh, first Morrissey solo gig at Wolverhampton in, like, 1988, and you've just got all of these, like, people wearing Smith shirts outside, mm. and, like, they're all kind of dancing around the camera, waving flowers in there, and this uh, this one girl, like kind of jumps up and does like this almost ballet pose uh wearing a smith shirt where she's just like this it's almost like uh the cover the the cover sleeve of the boy with a thorn in his side okay. if uh if you're familiar with that mm. um but that's just kind of been like my image of like you know this is what smith's fans are is yeah. you know despite you know what everybody says about like depressing lyrics and miserableism and whatever we're really quite a joyful group oh yeah i i agree i just i always get a bit annoyed when people say that the music's just oh it's too depressing how can you listen to that because i just obviously some of it is quite sad and moving and meant to be a bit depressing but a lot of it is just absolutely hilarious yeah I, I said no. I'm gonna. I want to kill my. I'm gonna kill my dog. Whatever that lyric is. I, I mean, mm -hmm. who else is gonna write about killing their dog? It's absolutely hilarious. I don't find it depressing yeah. at all. And who's going to? Yeah, who's going to make a joke out of it yeah. as well? Yeah. And like the joke actually works and doesn't come off as very, um, very morbid. Mm. Well, exactly. overly morbid, I should say. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, I, I do like, get a bit angry when people just ignore the music just because they think it's depressing. Mm-hmm. They just don't have a good sense of humor. <laughs> no. Get a better one. Yeah. Rent one out. <laughs> um, but that, I think, kind of segues us into uh, into the next little bit of this, which is like doppelgangerism because mm. at that same gig everybody is wearing a quiff yeah Every, like you see so many nhs spectacles and people just with you know the denim jeans denim jacket graphic t-shirt they all were dressing up like morrissey mm -hmm. absolutely and the fashion plays a massive part of the Smiths and I think that is a reason why I certainly love them so much and why so many people do um, because it's just such a cool look isn't it that 80s indie vibe it's it's I think the Smiths played a massive part in fashion as well I don't think that's spoken yeah. about very much um, yeah so so cool um, 
but still when when I go to gigs people are trying to to dress like that it's just that the age has gotten older and people are losing their hair so they're struggling to do the quips (laughs) (laughs) exactly you know I I think that's probably pretty true for um for the band themselves yeah yeah (laughs) um as well like they were just so incredibly different from everybody else at the time yeah you um know. morrissey not morrissey excuse me johnny marr has this uh in his biography about the first time they went on top of the pops and they were kind of looking around and they just kind of felt out of place from everybody else that was performing um and he says this about uh about what they were wearing the band's attire for the show was the kind of thing we always wore mike andy and me wore uh, we're in crew neck sweaters. Morrissey was wearing a blouse, and we all wore crazy face jeans. <laughs> At seven o'clock, just before the show started, we were sent to makeup. And when Mike and I walked in, a woman inspected us, nonplussed, and asked, "Who are you?" "The Smiths," I said in a totally blank reaction. "Is that what you're wearing?" she asked. <laughs> "Yeah," I said boldly and a little put out. "Yeah," Mike reiterated. "On the show?" she asked. Yeah, I repeated. We were we were aware that we were different from the rest of the acts on the show, and we were proud of it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I I just love that. Um, they they were just so stand out for being ordinary. Yes. Yeah, that's very cool. Because yeah, the eighties was quite. There was all sorts going on, wasn't there? There was crazy crazy outfits from musicians. So. Um, interesting. I wasn't understanding that until, yeah, I realised it's just completely different from everyone else and ordinary, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Hence the name, The Smiths. <laughs> Hence the name. Mm-hmm. Um, later on in this uh, in this same chapter, he continues, our top, of the pops perfor- our top of the Pops appearance had made a big impression. It would be far would be more far-reaching than we would ever imagine, with many people citing it as momentous. In the space of two minutes and 45 seconds, kids all over the country had seen us for themselves and suddenly decided they wanted quiffs and guitars and bowl cuts and were raiding their mothers' and sisters' wardrobes for blouses and necklaces. (laughs) Yes. Love that. I love beads. A man man in beads is an underrated look, I think. (laughs) I, I, I... you're saying beads, yeah. like with a like with a D. Yeah. All right. I I heard that as Beats initially, as in like Beats by Dre. Oh. Like the headphones, and I was like, is that underrated? <laughs> I had I had no clue. Yeah. No. Beads. No, I I absolutely agree. <laughs> I I'm so upset. I just broke uh, I just broke my pearl necklace yesterday, so oh. I have to go about getting that fixed now. You do, indeed you do. <laughs> um but let let's talk a little bit about like this sort of effect that uh that the Smiths had this uh this doppelgangerism. Mm. Yeah, it's an interesting one and it definitely does happen with other bands too. Oasis is a big one, I think. I think Oh yeah, yeah no, the, with like no, the parkas and everything. Yeah, the haircut. The, yeah. The parkas, yeah. Um I'm trying to think of other ones. Um, I guess just all of the sort of rockier ones. It, it, you can just see it, can't you? You almost know yeah. 
what someone's music taste is or you can guess what someone's music taste is from how they present um but i really feel like it is proper people copying morrissey i mean no it it really is yeah so i wonder why but i think it's just because it is such a good look and it's an identity and oh you're you're one of them you like those that you like that kind of music yeah, we like to wear it on our, on our sleeves. I think we're all proud that we love the Smiths, so that's why mm-hmm. we want to show it off. Yeah, and I think um, I think even like within the songs, there is this sort of like idea of thinking about what you wear. And I know Morrissey like uh, Morrissey never really like tried to make it seem like they cared about what they wear, like you know, we're just simply wearing what we wear all the time. And, you know, there was never any thought, never any, like, uh, sort of con- uh, contrived idea of, like, how we should look. But I think there always was. Like, even in songs like Accept Yourself, like, oh, how do I feel about my shoes? They make me awkward and plain. Like, you know, there's there's very clearly, like, thought put into it. And then, like... Um, Oh, what what is this? What is the song that I'm thinking of? Um, I I feel like it comes up quite a fair amount on the Queen is Dead, like uh, paying attention to other people's clothes and like oftentimes kind of putting them in in a strange scenario, like Vicar and a Tutu, mm. for example, or like. Uh, Charles wearing his mother's bridal veil mm. in The Queen is Dead. Um, it, it, it's just so kind of in-baked. And I, I feel like every Smith song is at least in part about fashion, you know? Definitely. Um, in some strange way. Oh, strange ways. What? <laughs> strange ways. Um, yeah, you're right. That's very interesting. Good observation. where do you stand on tribute bands do you is that a thing in in the states it is um i think probably the biggest one here is one that i think is based in california called the sweet and tender hooligans oh nice okay yeah i I i've never seen any any tribute any tribute bands for the smiths because i've never lived in any of the metropolitan areas where Mm -hmm. they would go over well um but I don't know. I'm not. I'm not like against it. Mm. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I, I. I think some. I don't. I hope people aren't against it, but I wouldn't be surprised if some Smiths fans, some Smiths fans, well, um, are against it. But I personally love the tribute bands because I think you're the same. We're too young to have seen the Smiths as a foursome in the flesh. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a cool way to see doppelgangers and the tribute the tribute bands sometimes really look like them as well um there's an amazing band here called the smiths for the y so the smiths oh yes yes yeah um they've been going for 20 years they just celebrated their their 20 anniversary um and i love them they're brilliant um i i don't think they look too like any of the original band but i just wanted to talk about them because they are my favorite tribute band and i think they're brilliant in their own right they they're amazing musicians um however there is another band called the joneses 
if you understand what they did there. Jones is a very yes. popular name here too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the lead in that is is very similar to Morrissey. And I was reading about it. His name's Aidan Sheridan. Um, and he said that he used to get tourists coming up and, and taking pictures of him. Um, and this made me laugh. He, he said he used to collect glasses at a bar and people would call him Morrissey, the glass collector. <laughs> it just made me laugh. I just had, had visions of a young, quiffed boy collecting glasses. Um, but yeah, I think it, it's the tributes are all very different. You go to some of them for visuals and some perhaps they don't look so like the original band, but they sound more like them or... Um, yeah, uh, that's that's what popped into my head when when you said doppelgangers, um, and then the audience as well, all the people that are quiffed there, <laughs> or not quiffed now because <laughs> they're too old, sadly. <laughs> they're yeah, because they're too old. I don't know. I feel like you you get some people that uh, that are able to still pull it off quite oh, uh, yeah. quite well. Yeah, definitely. Um, I. But just going back to like tribute bands and uh, and whatever, um, there's this great great video that I found uh, like last week, two weeks ago. Um, it was describing like the third time, or let's see, here's what it's called. Here's what it is. It's on YouTube. It is called "Devoted Fans of the Smiths on a Coach Trip: The Word 1990." They were holding a Smiths convention three years after they had broken up, and they have a Smiths tribute band in 1990 hmm. when people still saw when people still thought that the Smiths could reform. <laughs> I, I I love this whole sort of idea, and like watching the video, it's like six minutes long. You see just all of these people. They're all going to the Selford Lads Club. They're all going to the Strange Ways sign, like taking pictures in front of it, and they've got this uh, this tribute band just playing Ask. And I mean, like you know, there's, uh, it is very clear that you know, like they've kind of just thrown it together. It's not quite the sort of uh, semi-professional tribute band that we have uh, with uh, with the Smites <laughs> or with Sweet and Tender Hooligans mm-hmm. or this charming band or whatever. Um, but I just love this sort of like sense of like, all right, well, the Smiths have been broken up for three years. We're <laughs> holding our third annual Smiths festival. We're playing at this festival. Um, I don't know. I, I I just love this, and of course, everybody is wearing their Smiths uh, their Smiths t shirts. They're course. surrounded by uh, by gigantic posters of Morrissey and the band, and I don't know. It's it, it's very very fun and very touching. Mm. Yeah, that's great. I do. I actually get a few pictures of of people in their t shirts for the page where I wear the Smiths at those kind of gigs, um, because people still do. I think the turnout's getting lower in terms of t-shirts. People aren't wearing their t-shirts as much, I don't think, but maybe it just depends on what event it is and what time of year. Maybe people just are too too cold. They need to wear a jumper. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that's certainly how it is right now. Because uh, it is the very, very end of May uh, when we're recording this. Um, 
and it is it is starting to get warmer at least in the at least in the states i don't know what it's like in london it is very very hot here too and unfortunately none of none of the buildings have aircon here so <laughs> it's quite hot and just no no relief from it so i'll be putting my face in the fridge later <laughs> <laughs> i'm so sorry for you <laughs> um but of course i feel like if you really want like the ultimate piece of like doppelgangerism in the Smiths, it's in like one of their official music videos. It's just in the "Stop Me If You Think You've Heard This One" music video. Mm. You know, like you've got uh, you've got Morrissey. You know, he's there, and you know, obviously, you know, he's the lead singer. But I guess he's not shown up to video shoots before. So, um, <laughs> but he's surrounded. Not by the band, but by all of these other kids in Smith's t-shirts and denim jeans, and they've got glasses, and they've got the quiffs, <laughs> and they're all just riding around different places in Manchester. <laughs> yeah, that's a very cool um, video. Yeah, and I mean, like, there's not a whole lot to that video beyond just, like, look at all these things, mm. uh, look at all these people, but that's kind of the whole idea especially like right at the end of the smith's career uh was just we've inspired this great community and even though we are now breaking up this community will live on mm. yeah that's very true and it does it really does doesn't it i mean you know you're you're kind of living proof that it does, you mm. know? You, your mom, and uh, and Rob, just with I Wear the Smiths, and you've constantly got people, like, sending you yeah. stuff, and occasionally you reach out to people. I mean, like, I reached out to you to see if you wanted to, to come on and, yeah. and do this. Um, and hopefully, you know, you'll accept my pictures so that, uh, so that I can finally be uh one of the one of the honored on that page <laughs> have you sent if you've sent then oh you haven't. i have not yet <gasps> i haven't yet because well, we need I, you on there yes i i wanted to have a few episodes under my belt um and then reach out to you and say like hey you know i'm doing this do you want to do you want to be on this and That's then you know i said my yeah yeah brilliant um, well, if we wait till this episode's out as well <laughs> yeah great <laughs> um yeah it's it's amazing how many posts have we got we've got 1145 posts so that's all those people that have sent in pictures um a couple of them are doubles so they've they've sent sent one before and then they send it again a year later um mm -hmm. and a, a lot of them as i said are people's children <laughs> or nephews or nieces um but even that, we're, we're just sort of at the start of this journey. I feel like the page is going to grow and grow and grow, but that's still a lot of people, isn't it? Over a thousand people. No, um, for real. Yeah. Like, if you put all of them next to each other, that's an absurd amount of, like, people that you've got. Yeah. Just this gigantic crowd. Yeah, and it is mad that the band were only together for a few years. So imagine creating yeah. such a crazy community and fan base. And they were only live for, for a few years. I just, I really think that is amazing. It's impressive. 
It really is. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what do you say that we uh, that we wrap this up and get to our next uh, next couple segments? Yes. All right. All right, everyone, and welcome back. Uh, Lucy, it is your first time on the show. Um, Are you familiar at all with how our playlist works? I think you might need to tell me. All right. Um, So we have this playlist uh, that we update with every episode. Um, You can find each of our playlists by going to Spotify and searching up Smith Cyclopedia and finding our profile, uh, not the not the actual podcast, but uh, the profile, and then we have uh, a playlist for every episode. For so for this episode, it will be Smith Cyclopedia episode fifteen, um, and then what we do is we usually compile like. Uh, around like four Smith songs that we talked about, and then we we give some recommendations. What we think the listeners would uh, would enjoy hearing, maybe something new, maybe something familiar. Um, but really, the idea is just, hey, if you're listening to the podcast and you also want to be able to listen to some of what we're talking about, you know, you can absolutely find uh, find that playlist. You have just like a 30, 40 minute listening experience. In addition to that, just listen to it while you're at work or biking around Manchester um, (laughs) and just have a good time with it. Fab. That sounds brilliant. I will definitely be taking a listen. All right. So um, as far as Smith songs, what do you think we should uh, we should include on there this week? Well, what about the ones that we mentioned earlier then? Because I hopefully doubt that anyone has brought them up already. So that was Death of a Disco Dancer, which is really cool, especially because I am a dancer. I just think it's funny. (laughs) Um, We we hope very much that that you don't meet that end. (laughs) Yes. You don't meet that end soon. I hope so too. I mean, you know, eventually I think all of us hope to hope to pass gracefully but mm. not yet not yet yeah <laughs> and then we mentioned oscillate wildly so that's mm-hmm. an unusual little piece um what else did i say oh i said i won't share you have you had that yet i don't know if we have no well there's that's good that's three yeah. um why don't you pick one um i can't remember if i have put this on another one but um I think accept yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. Because uh, again, that line about the shoes that I that I hold on to so uh, so tightly yes. for some for some strange reason. Maybe it's just because I've always been self conscious about uh, about my shoes, <laughs> which is why I am constantly wearing just like the biggest docks that I can, is so that I don't have to worry so much about it. If I go <laughs> over the top, then. You know, I don't have to worry about being too small, which is surprising. I'm I'm six foot three. I, I shouldn't have to worry about being small. No. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so we've got Oscillate Wildly, 
I won't share you. Um, ooh. Death, what, what, what death, was, of, death of a disco death dancer. Of a disco dance. That's right. And accept yourself. That That is strong. <laughs> that is strong. Very cool. All right. So recommendation time. Right. Lucy, what do you think... Uh, what do you think people would enjoy listening to this week? Well, I'm going to talk about a band that I don't know if it's reached. I'm not sure if they've reached the states yet. They're called Wet Leg. Are we talking about? Oh, other, yes. Are we talking about other bands? Yeah, not. Yeah, we are. No, yes. Well, let's let's talk about other bands. Yes, I I am a big fan of Wet Leg. Cool. Um, okay. Wet Dream is actually uh, one of the songs that my band and I practice just like nice. kind of for fun. Nice. They are just crazy, aren't they? So for, yes. for anyone that doesn't know, they're, they're two, two girls um, from uh, the Isle of Wight, which is just off the south of the UK, a little island. Um, and they're, they're crazy. Is, is that fair to say? I, have you watched any yeah. of their interviews? They're, they're very I haven't watched unusual, but that's why I love them. And... I, I they're obviously the music is very different to the Smiths, but mm-hmm. there's something that I feel like the, the fans would enjoy. Um, I think just because it's, it's it's quite artsy, uh, yeah, yeah, and it's funny. It's there's yeah. humor in there as well. And they were nominated for a Mercury Prize as well, right? Mm, they've 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 won a lot. They only I think they formed just a few years ago, but um, they released their first album last year, I believe. And yeah, yeah, they've they've won a lot, a lot of awards now. Um, you know, not 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 to talk them up too much or anything. I know. But. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Wet Leg is my recommendation. All right. Do you have a Do you have a specific song from Wet Leg? Mm, yeah, maybe we should let people listen to Wet Dream. That's fun. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. let's add that to the playlist. All right, and you've got two more. I've got two more. Okay. Yes. Um, okay, this is a very unusual one. Again, this is very artsy. Um, I'm not sure if it will be to everyone's taste. It's a band called Delta Five. <laughs> Do you, are you familiar? I've heard of the name, but I've never listened to them. They are, again, quite, quite unusual. Um, and the song is Mind Your Own Business. And I just Mind love that song. Business. It is crazy and it just makes me laugh and it's fun. And it's a great song to wake you up in the morning. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, oh, and then I've got to pick another one. This is difficult. Maybe I'll pick a band called Deacon Blue because they're Scottish. Mm-hmm. And let's go with probably their most famous song, which is Dignity. Um, Dignity. Dignity by Deacon Blue. They are... Right. Are they married? I feel like they might be. It's a man and woman and they are brilliant. Yeah, I recommend. Nice. Yeah. So kind of like... Uh, I mean, uh, I don't know about like sound-wise, but mm. just that sort of setup, kind of a bit like uh, The Sundays. Mm, yeah, maybe. I'm not... Yeah, I don't know The Sundays that well. Let me see what people are saying their music is called oh they just it's just they're just saying scottish pop rock so not too not too exciting um but yeah 
in Glasgow in 1985. That's when they formed. Um, yeah, I like this stuff a lot. It's similar kind of vibes, really. I feel like Smiths fans wouldn't have anything against it. Nice. Yeah. That's an eclectic right. playlist there. Listen, you know, eclectic is eclectic is what I really enjoy. Mm. Um, <laughs> I, I guess, you know, I really should be thinking about what other people enjoy, but yeah, I mean, I think we're all pretty, pretty eclectic here. Yeah, we are. And I'm going to listen back and think, oh, I should have said that song. I should have said that song. But that's <laughs> you've asked me and that's what's just come from me right now. So um, <laughs> take it and enjoy. I hope everyone enjoys those recommendations. <laughs> All right, so I've got a I've got a few for uh, for the listeners and for you as well. Great. So uh, I just recently uh, was at a festival called Kilby Block Party, which happens in Utah, um, and Weiss Blood played, and like I had heard her name, but I hadn't really listened to her music before. And I went and was just utterly blown away. Wow. Like, amazing, amazing artistry. Sort of, uh, sort of like art folk pop. Um, mm. And she has this one song called God Turn Me Into a Flower, which is like this six, seven minute long kind of just expansive experience um, that I think is just really, really beautiful. Um just immediately what comes to mind for what I'd like to, what I'd like to share. Um, cool. yeah, Weiss blood. Uh, and then, um, another one is, uh, a song that's a little bit more like rock kind of post-punk influence is, uh, a band called the last dinner party. Oh. They just released. Oh, do you know them? That's so funny. You say yes. Well, I, I work with um, a girl who knows them. So she was in the music video the other week. Oh, so really? that's reminded me to go and watch that music video. But their, re- their latest release, my friend, is in the video. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. my gosh. That's that's so cool. Hold mm. on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look that up right now. Because mm. um, I, I haven't seen the music video either. I just, uh, I just liked the... Uh, the song and went oh that's going on that's going in my library yeah yes they um i think they they're going to take off aren't they yes I no they really are they you've, they you've so caught good. them you've caught them before they're popular i reckon um, <laughs> yeah that's so funny but yeah uh the last <laughs> dinner party uh the song is nothing matters yeah i guess technically like this is like my third one ish but it's also not really because I can't add it to the Spotify playlist. Um, I just released, well, I was just published in an arts and literary magazine for a uh, for a song I wrote called "The Search," mm-hmm. which is uh, a weird little interpretation uh, of Franz Kafka's "The Burrow." Okay. Um, just basically like kind of post-punk influence I, I i actually wrote the song for a school project because i felt like there were a lot of similarities between like the conventions of post-punk lyricism and the way that franz kafka wrote and so i just decided to like make a little song out of it and so i can't post that on our smith cyclopedia 
uh, playlist because I haven't released it to any streaming services or whatever. It's just in like a Microsoft OneDrive link uh, <laughs> that was posted by uh, by this uh, arts and literary journal called Periphery. But I'll post that in the show notes uh, if you'd like to listen to that. Yes. Um, we will. We all will listen. Ah, oh, fantastic. <laughs> I, I certainly hope so, because it would do wonders for my ego. Great. Um, you, need, you should get then, it on Spotify, though. Ah, or maybe something. I should. Yeah. Maybe I should. Definitely. But I, like, I haven't, I haven't mixed it, and it's very different than, like, all of what I've released before, but I certainly have to look into it, just because mm-hmm. I think it's kind of weird and bizarre, but, like... I don't know. It gets stuck in it gets stuck in my head in a strange way. I guess. Yeah. Gosh dang it! I did it again. <laughs> and I, I I was going to say something. I I I, 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 I saw stuck. you like holding it back. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh. All right. Um. And then I guess technically to round out the uh, the playlist, we do need one more song. Um. I mentioned uh, I mentioned the Sundays earlier just barely so i'll find a sunday song later hopefully one that is ridiculous and about clothes and i'll I'll throw that on there as well nice that sounds Uh, good um so again you can find that by going on to uh our profile on uh on spotify searching up smith cyclopedia episode 15 all right let's uh Let's maybe talk about some fan mail. All right, and this is the fan mail segment. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I didn't really give you any any sort of heads up there. Um, it's funny. All right, so. Oh yeah, sorry, I have to have to move this around. So, first off, I want to say thank you to everybody that uh, wrote in or recorded a little audio segment for our episode last week. That was so helpful, and I appreciate it so very dearly. Um, and also some of you wrote in saying some very very nice things so i wanted to uh i wanted to highlight some of that as well if you'd like to write into the show uh you can do so by following us on smith cyclopedia on either instagram or tiktok or emailing us at smithcyclopedia at gmail.com so the first uh first one that i want to highlight is from uh someone named jamie uh, swing and stomp mp3 on uh, on Instagram. So Jamie says, "All right, I was gonna wait till I got caught up, but I'm currently on the John Peel episode, and I love the podcast. Never stop, no matter what comes around in life." Oh. <laughs> and I thought that was just so touching. I, I I love that, and hopefully, you know, I I, I don't ever stop. Um, but I will say it is. It is a little bit daunting, seeing as the band only really were around for five years. I feel like I'm I have a limited uh, limited amount of things I can talk about here. <laughs> so 
so yes, thank you so much, Jamie, for uh, for writing in, um, and I appreciate uh, I appreciate your very very kind words. Again, I I, I do not plan on stopping. Um, we also had uh, Nia, who lent her voice in the last episode of the show about uh, Andy Rourke's passing. Uh, she wrote in via email saying. Well done on the last episode. You did an amazing job and gave an outlet for friends and fans to express their gratitude towards Andy. It was awfully emotional hearing your wishes for Andy to be on the show, but you needn't worry since his presence is felt through each episode you make, showing your admiration for him. Keep it up, Nia. So, thank you, Nia. Um, thank you for writing in, and uh, yeah, it was definitely an experience for me. Um, and as well, thank you for being the first uh, first English accent on the show. Um, so I, I heard just like a few uh, a few things from uh, from people just like talking to them about the last episode that we did, and I appreciate uh, all of all of the love and support for uh, for Andy and for his influence and uh, for for Smith's Cyclopedia as, uh, as a podcast. Um, if you'd, if you'd like to write into the show again, uh, that's Smith's Cyclopedia on socials and smithcyclopedia at gmail.com. You can also leave us a five-star review on pretty much every podcasting app that you, uh, that you use. Um, I personally use Apple podcasts, um, so that's where I pull a lot of my uh, my reviews from. But if you'd like to leave us a five-star review, we will read it out on the show, and it does help us immensely. Um, Jamie, actually, I messaged him after he messaged me and just asked him how he found the show, and he said that he just basically searched up Smiths, and it was one of the things that popped up. He liked our cover, our little image that we have, the, the collage scape, and... He said that it looked cool, so he started listening. And uh, by leaving five star reviews, that actually helps a lot because it shows the uh, it shows the platform and the platform's algorithm that people enjoy listening to the podcast, and it recommends it to more and more people. Which also means that we get cooler and cooler guests on, like Lucy. Yeah, you you could get people cooler than me if everyone gives a five star <laughs> review. So everybody give a five star review and follow I Wear the Smiths on Instagram. <laughs> ah. Yes, yes, please do. All right. Lucy, is there any any parting words that you have for uh for all of the Smiths disciples? Um, I, d I don't think so, but thank you so much to everybody that, that does send in the pictures. Um it's a really lovely beautiful community so thank you very much for everybody that has sent in and will send in after they listen to this episode um but thank you for having me on it's been it's been really fun yes it's been wonderful to have you on all right well and because nobody can see us we are both in smith's t-shirts oh, yes. we, we, we have to tell them that yeah i, I mean it should be assumed that oh, uh, yeah. that <laughs> if we are recording this podcast we are wearing smith's t-shirts or i'm <laughs> Oh, actually, you know what? I, we didn't even mention this. Here, hold on. I, I uh, on like, I don't even know if you can see that. On my Doc Martens, I've like written the Smiths in like paint pen and like, wow. I, I've like notched it into, into the leather so that like, 
if I need to do another coat, it'll like stay there. Um, Amazing. But yeah, I, I love that sort of cool. DIY sort of stuff. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> it the the more I do it, the more I just think like, man, I'm such a nerd for this. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I think Smith's nerds are the best. I ah, think it's okay. Fantastic. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening and for joining us today. And we will see you later. Bye. Thank you. Bye.